Soft Extreme. Whether you need an AEG rifle, a gas blowback rifle, or a gas blowback pistol, Airsoft Extreme is the place to go. Try them out and to buy them. Airsoft Extreme carries all the major brands of guns, tactical gear, BBs, whatever it is you need to play, go to Airsoft Extreme. So the only thing you need to remember is AirsoftExtreme.com. Dr. Airsoft's here. He's done a number of online blogs about uh, iPro safety gear, airsoftmedicine.com. So, yeah, give him a round of applause. Yeah! Who's missing their field uh, guard? Hey, good morning. This is uh, Arnie from Arnie's Airsoft. Uh, I never start my morning without listening to and watching Airsoft Medicine. Southern man don't need him around anyhow. He's Dr. Airsoft. I know that one. <laughs> I know that's the guy with the funny voice. <laughs> All right. All right. And who am I? Oh, oh I'm sorry. And Rangemaster Larry. Sure. Welcome to Airsoft Medicine, the best podcast. In fact, in the whole half of February last month. Yeah. Well, we were the only podcast in Airsoft. No, that's the, we can't have that trend. Yeah. We, you guys, get off your duffs. Put out a show every month, please. And get cracking. That's right. I have nothing to listen to when I'm riding my bike. <laughs> I guess I could listen to us. <laughs> no, that's kind of, yeah. yeah <laughs> kind of egomaniacal. That, that would be. Okay. So we got a few things to talk about. In fact, we just have too much stuff. We're going to have to decide what to cut out here so uh contact information which wow this month it was used people have been writing to us did you know that people wrote to you did you see that in those emails that we printed out that they're actually addressed to you uh, I, I didn't see that i'm i'm kind of a reclusive and mysterious uh, figure <laughs> and so i don't typically look at my mail but yeah i see that yeah it's very nice see that yeah you, you're getting yeah. somebody loves you all right okay so thank you for the emails uh keep them coming at mark at airsoftmedicine.com and Oh, Larry at airsoftmedicine.com. That is correct. Mm -hmm. And our Facebook is Dr. Airsoft. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. Our YouTube is Airsoft Medicine. So everything is called Airsoft Medicine except for the, the Facebook. And mm -hmm. why, I, I don't know. I just did it that way. Okay. For those of you who are downloading us on, on iTunes, please write a review and rate us. That really helps us out. Same thing for the YouTube. If you could like those videos every time you see them, that, that's really cool. We give you a thumbs up right back at you. Okay, so what do we have for news this, this fine month? Do we have news or do we have... We have that uh, list of things there under where it says news. Oh, well, you know, you mentioned that uh, we are the Popular Airsofts. Got, got an award from, from good old the gang at Popular Airsoft. Actually, it's the listeners. Uh, uh, well, listeners, viewers, the, the viewers of, of the website. Yeah, the Players' voted. Choice Awards. Called right. Player's Choice because it's... But but I think we already mentioned that. Oh, we probably did, but I yeah. like saying it. Yeah. Well, have they actually sent us the award? No, this is this is the one from last year. Oh. Which actually was for a different category, but yeah. I won't say that. And then uh, between last time and now, we put out the Call Your Hits video. Yeah, that, that got a lot more um, that was, reaction than I expected. And, and, th and Thumpy, well Thumpy himself... <laughs> Caught on right away he, to he the, 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 the Pink Panther, yeah. Inspector Clouseau, and Cato. Cato is your dog bait. We didn't do that, but yeah, the, the, the deal where Cato's always hiding in the house, ready yeah. to, to jump. I was totally thinking of yeah. it when I wrote yeah. it. Good stuff. 
good and then, stuff. Uh, glad, oh, glad you enjoyed it. It was fun. And then yeah. the article in Take Aim is coming out this month. Those of you who get Take Aim, then you'll see the uh, review of all the eyewear for people who wear glasses mm. uh, that we touched on at, at Shot Show. And then there's an accompanying. Uh, uh, we we should make make that very clear. Who wear glasses? Not who wear cl- corrective lenses, but who wear That's actual right. spectacles. I'm sorry. Thank you for correcting me there. Yeah, if you wear uh, contacts, no biggie. Yeah. And that's uh, Take Aim Magazine, North American edition. If you don't already subscribe or find it at your Airsoft store, uh, tell them to carry it. And then we had a contest mm-hmm. based on last month's air, uh, podcast for the ESS goggles with fan, which are right here in my hand. Mm-hmm. That we're ready to give away this month because we already mailed out and uh, have the winner has received last month's pair. David Bird of John Brown University. He's actually the uh, director or uh, president of their airsoft club there. Well, there you go. The guy who won it uh, where I started college. So there was no uh, there was no finagling going on there. You know what? It, John Brown. What is he the guy whose body lives a moldering in the grave, according to the song? That may be true. The Harper's but, Ferry but raid. It's, and, it's not that John Brown. Not even. No, okay. It's, it's John E. Brown, the evangelist who had, um, he was a radio evangelist. In okay. The, early part of the 20th century in Southern California ah. and started this Christian college in Arkansas. And oh, then there. his son, John E. Brown, who just died, I think last year, uh, built it up to what it is today. And then his grandson, John Brown III, or JB3, as we used to call him. Brought Airsoft to the he, world. No, no, no. Oh. He, he was president when I went there, and then okay. he's gone on to a career in politics and whatever else. And okay. Somebody else and I'm babbling. Yeah, I'm sorry I asked. Keep but yeah, going. Uh, but as far as uh, David Bird winning it, yeah. This okay. I was sitting right here at my desk. I put in the question, and the yeah. question was, "What four side effects did I mention of Benadryl?" Yeah. In the podcast. So after I found that bit of information, put that on, turned around, did some work, turned back, and he had already sent me an email with the answer. So it was like within a minute. So he he just knew it, knew it, because there's no way he could have. Surfed back through the old how podcast, you, how found through, that spot, and listened to it, and then answered. How can you go through a half-hour podcast, search through it, and find that? How can you do that in a yeah. minute's time? I, the guy must either have an incredible memory or, well, I don't know. Do you ever see Slumdog Millionaire? He he may have had some experience in his life that ingrained it in. Anyway, let's let's, let's drive on. So, contest. Shall we yeah. do a contest this uh, month? Yeah, you said you had. Yeah, I do. I think I here's a good one. Uh, in one of our podcasts, we talked to a uh, a combat veteran who told us what song they play to get themselves amped up to go on patrol. Give us the name of the song and the artist. There was an actual song. I remember the artist, but I don't remember there's an actual song. Uh, yes, yeah, right. Okay, mm-hmm. and we're mm-hmm. not going to say which podcast nope, it's on. Nope, nope, nope. So you got to go oh, find it. Man, that's a hard one. No, it's not that hard. And, Somebody will get it within 20 seconds probably. And because we want to reward listeners to the podcast, we're not even mentioning this one. On Facebook. Ooh. Okay, good. No, no, no pre-announcement. Yeah. So you have to be if a listener to the if podcast. If you're listening to this, you're already uh, uh, got yeah, a... that's right. Yeah. Heightened okay. heightened awareness. So uh, so what are they going to win? The ESS Profile with Turbo Fan. Yes. These things are awesome. Hallelujah. Yes. So it's actually what I wear when I play. And there's that's my pair right there. That's my pair. Right. And what's this odd protuberance in them right here? Okay, now that was sent to us... By our listener, uh, Omega, mm-hmm. uh, people who listen to the podcast of Airsoft will recognize his name from 
Oh, I think he was writing into Gorilla Airsoft Radio. Yeah. Well, can I describe this protuberance? Yeah, well, there's yeah. a picture of it on our Facebook, but go ahead. Yeah, um, well, it looks like the little bolt in Frankenstein's neck, right? Yeah. And uh, what it really amounts to is, uh, is it a pair of batteries? It, magnets. Okay, uh, uh, batteries, magnets. It's a neodymium magnet, which uh-huh. is the most powerful you can get short of an electromagnet. Right. So they're about the size of a, a thick button. One side uh, on each one piece goes on each side of the lens, one on the outside, one on the inside. Sticking out like a half an inch from the, yeah. the so lens. Yeah, so the, the, the part on the inside is the shallower one because yeah. it's going to be closest to your face. Yeah. And it's got a little um, kind of a don't, non-abrasive surface. Don't touch them together. Don't touch them they together. They say you can't get them apart. I, I won't do that. Yeah, it's kind of like you know teenagers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Adolescent teenagers, you know. Yeah. Don't, don't touch them together. I just. What did well, you do? I've dropped Where'd it. Go? Well, anyway. What this thing does is allow you to wipe the inside of the lens well, while you're wearing it because you, you grip the magnet that's on the outside of the lens and just sort of travel it around. Up and down. Up and down. Yeah. It reminds me of something I saw at the State Fair one time. You know, the guys that are always trying to sell crap to you, you know. Um, I'll have to find the other piece later. I've dropped it. I'll find it. It'll stuck. It's probably rolled into the hard drive there. It's, it's crashing your hard drive even as we speak. As good as these things may be, and we've not yet tested them yet, that's uh, redundant. Don't let these things get near your hard drive or your credit card. Or he he speaks with authority on that. Yeah, well, it, it works. My IT guy fixed it. Thank you, Randy. Okay. okay, the topic for today is face mask versus face mask. Are we ready to jump into it? Yeah, this is kind of uh, what we call listener mail, but it's it's audio mail. So spin it up. Dear Airsoft Medicine. As you know, Airsoft has grown quickly over the past couple years and has experienced some growing pains such as Chinese factory shutdowns, U.S. Customs seizures, and SB-798. As a relatively new Airsofter, I have also experienced some growing pains during this time. While skirmishing at an outdoor Airsoft field last summer, I was with a group engaged in an intense firefight against an opponent who continued to move up closer and closer using cover until he was within 30 feet of us. All I could see of him was his head occasionally popping out and often accompanied by his gun's muzzle that would fire a burst of rounds at my teammates. Eventually I was able to deliver a successful shot and he immediately called his head. He and I met up again later in the no-fire zone and I was stunned to learn that my 1.2 Jewel BB had struck him right on the tip of the nose, resulting in a wound. He was very unhappy and claimed it had been bleeding earlier. At first, I felt awful and apologized profusely. Then I felt relieved that it hadn't taken out a tooth. Now I just feel frustrated and worried because this incident demonstrated that the fundamental nature of my favorite pastime puts others at risk for bodily injury. The airsoft fields in my area do not require full face protection for adults, and most local airsofters do not wear it despite the danger and injuries that we often see. As a registered nurse who is committed to keeping others safe, I am experiencing cognitive dissonance as I try to reconcile this value with my passion for airsoft. Now, the reason I'm bringing this to your attention is that at about seven and a half minutes into an early airsoft medicine podcast titled Airsoft Gun Handling, we heard you guys say, If you have their whole body out there in plain view for you to select, Please shoot for the center mass. Don't do face shots or head shots when you've got even a bigger target there. Now, of course, if somebody's only poking their their eyes out and their head, 
from around a corner or you know, kind of in the crotch of a tree, and that's all you have to take the shot at, everybody understands that. But or what the range master would say is, you shoot at the center mass of what you can see. Of what you can see. Now, I'm not blaming you guys for my incident, but maybe it's time that we, as a global airsoft community, have a conversation about changing the rules of engagement in situations where the only exposed part of our target is a face with just goggles and no lower face protection. Close-range engagements occur often, even while playing outdoors. Now, as safety-conscious professionals, have you gentlemen ever hesitated to return fire at opponents because only their heads were exposed and you saw that they had no lower face protection? Is there a way we could mitigate the risk in these situations without putting anyone at a tactical advantage over another and taking the fun out of the game? Or is prevention the only solution by requiring everyone to wear full face protection? With respect and appreciation, this is Omar Haddad, call sign Omega, Waterville, Maine, USA. So Omega, uh, you know, <laughs> He He's a very well-spoken well character. He hit us kind of hard, I, I felt, but, but mm -hmm. I think it's totally legitimate, and I think it's appropriate to bring up on this show. And I'll say it, these, a lot of the questions I answer are easy to answer. This mm -hmm. one, this is tough on me. This is hard. No, I still go with uh, when you're shooting at center mass, shoot at center mass of what you can see. If, 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 oh, yeah, but his, his point about do we require everybody to wear goggles, do we, or, or full face masks, do we you know, accept the risk? And I don't know if he necessarily said it on the uh, recording, but in our emails back and forth, he, he brought up the, the point that, uh, yeah, everybody thinks they understand the risk until they get hit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they look at it differently. Well, you know, and they don't want to do it or it looks silly or whatever. But, until they chip the two. Well, yeah, it's just all fun until, you know. But did you ever see Apocalypse Now? Yeah. Remember the scene where the... They're flying in the helicopter, and everybody starts sitting on their helmets. And the one guy says, "Oh yeah." He starts laughing at him. <laughs> Why right. are you guys sitting on your helmets? <laughs> it looks kind of silly. Why are you sitting on your helmets? And he answers, "Well, so we don't get our shot off." Right. And he just kind of looks around and quietly takes off his it's helmet so and sits off. on it. Well, same thing here. Um, you, you know, you lose a tooth or take one to the mush. Somebody at the game gets a real bad one, and all of a sudden everybody's putting their masks on. The face masks look pretty good. Yeah. So the real question is, do we require lower face protection of everyone? And his sending this message to me actually got me to write to the guys on the ASTM committee because we have not yet uh, approved of an official recommendation of field operators. And the hanging up point on it is, what are we doing on this very issue? Are we requiring everybody to wear lower face mask? Are we requiring everybody to wear ear protection? Now, the first time it came through, it required just the ears, but not the lower face. And I voted against it along with a couple other members. I wrote back to them, and I, I the, the guy who actually writes the standards, and I said, you know what? I would probably approve it if it was both ear and lower face. But just ear alone? But just ear without the face. Uh, and, and what he came back with was, we're thinking, you know, they're thinking ahead what it's probably going to be. And he's saying it's probably going to be a paintball style full face mask, hmm. which would wrap around and get the ears. We all know what paintball masks look like. Yeah. So I've been, I've been writing to him and some of the other members of the committee, uh, trying to get them to not 
require that. I, I don't think that's being in touch with the airsoft public, and that's why I did this this uh, survey on Facebook. And currently, the status as we're recording this show is 34 responses to the question of what would be your preferred form of protection. I would I would say a medieval knight's helmet. Which one's that? I you know the kind that the knights of the round table. Oh, wore. Yeah, a knight's helmet. Said might. Yeah. No, it's mighty strange. I thought. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the thing that flaps open. Yeah. So here's what the uh, survey currently shows. It shows uh, tactical goggles with separate lower face mask. That's the one I voted for. And it has 14 votes. Mm-hmm. Tactical goggles only, all by themselves, nothing on the lower face. 12 votes. A paintball style, full face mask. Eight votes. No goggles, no mask, zero votes. Now, understand this is Dr. Airsoft on Facebook, so these people are kind of safety-minded. Right. But you're seeing that less than a quarter of the people responding who are safety-minded vote for the full uh, paintball face mask as their preferred choice. So I'm thinking that these folks making up the rules are a little bit out of touch with the Milsom community. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Can a person vote on your survey more than once? If they have more than one Facebook. Oh. Oh, you mean vote on more than one item? No. I mean vote, oh. you know, more than one time. You know, can they stuff the ballot? No. Were you wanting to? Yeah. I'm just gonna drive it on up. Okay. Yeah. So I my point is I, I think that the airsoft community is not on board with requiring a full face mask. Well, Omega also asks about uh you know, maybe minimum engagement distances, I think. Did he mention that? He did in the yeah. list of questions he suggests yeah. for us to follow up his, uh, his article. Yeah, but okay, so if we set a minimum engagement distance, I think it just opens up more room for argument. And he even mentioned, is that what it would do? Yeah, how do you, how do you, uh, how do you judge 10 feet, 20 feet, whatever? I mean, you, you know, some people are better at it than others. Yeah, and I'll admit I'm poor at judging distance. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I'm not a fan of, yeah. It, you know, I, I think it's... He also self- says, should we require lower muzzle velocity limits? And I think that thing is already out of the bag. That's, you know, they talk about reinstating uh, the 15th Amendment or whatever. Oh, the, the prohibition? Pro- which yeah. one, or whichever one yeah, that whichever, was. Right. You know, once it's out of the bag. Or, or gun control in the United States where, you know, there's guns around every corner. Once it's out of the bag, once you have everybody with a gun that shoots 400 FPS... No. It's easier to go from no to yes than yes to no. Yeah. The, the, it's going to have to be the safety gear side of it. It's going to have to be the, the lower face protection side if we're going to do something. Yeah. Well, or or require torso shots only. Well, you know, no, look, then no, then no, no. then what about the guy that's hiding in the little pillbox? He's shooting through the slit, and that's all you can see. Yeah. You know, there's I mean, just, it's, it's just going to happen. It, you know, the question is, do we require the full face mask or not? There's a certain amount of inherent risk that you you accept in playing this game. And I'm not saying it should be a dangerous game, but the idea is there are projectiles flying. Know that and protect yourself accordingly. You don't want to get hit in the teeth or mouth. Well, then keep it covered. Yeah, and if, I would say for someone in Omega's position where he's actually having this internal conflict, you know, all I see is a very vulnerable part of the body that I can take the shot on. Mm-hmm. I think if the other guy is playing without the lower face protection and that really is hard on him, he's going to have to not 
Yeah, well, you not take the shot. And, and 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 if that's if that's how you feel about it, if your conscience won't let you do it, then then don't that, do it. Then that's going to have to be what he chooses. Yeah. Um, my preference is that the people I play with wear the, yeah. the protection so that I don't have that conflict. I just suspect that his opponent won't have the same compunction. <laughs> no, no, I don't think <laughs> he'd so. drill him. No, Omega is uh, on an extreme of. He's a nice guy. Approaches, yeah, yeah, and, and he's on the very nice safety side compared to some other people we play with who are kind of the other extreme. I, I'm not advocating recklessness, but I mean, it's just there, there's a there's a calculated risk involved. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you sincerely wish that everybody else would wear the same protection we wear to keep this from happening, but um, yeah, you got to make a choice. And, and I don't know that we're going to yet require the full face, but that's probably coming. Or at least separate goggles and mid and lower face. That's what I'd want. Well, do we want to get on to uh, other mail? Other mail. Yeah. Do you have it with you? I do. I think I've got one here. I've got okay. one from uh, our friend Zach from Minnesota. He says, uh, Dr. Airsoft and Larry, I was wondering if you guys could do a video on what gear and weapon loadouts you guys typically utilize on the field. I love the videos, podcasts, and the website. Keep up the great work, and I will continue to play safely. P.S. <laughs> I was listening to last year's podcast. That that warms my heart, frankly. I mean, the guy go back and listen to all the back issues. But I was listening to last year's podcast and hope that Larry's elbow war is gone, can, can completely heal by now. I'm, I'm coming over to look at it. All right. I'm do a reevaluation. Right, uh, but you can't even tell which elbow. Is that it? Yeah, that's the one. That's the, that's the very elbow. Okay. And there, it's pretty much gone, yeah. I can see where it was, though, yeah. which I'm a little disappointed that you had yeah. you know, some tissue reaction to the cryo yeah. that you can see but but it does look pretty good yeah but it's it's history thanks for um asking. yeah thanks for asking but but really what he really wanted to know is what what gear and loadouts we were okay uh whatever well, whatever they send us whatever this we, we already touched it i wear the ess uh with the fan as do i and i'm going to try out these uh wide eye wipers mm-hmm. and see how well they work oh by the way if you're mm-hmm. interested in it it's the word wide w-i-d-e dash or hyphen i dot com wide dash i dot com okay so i wear those and then i wear the uh hero shark lower face mask either with or without the optional modular ear covers depending on if i'm wearing a uh, a pasket style helmet or not and larry same thing pretty much and and i've 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 uh, become very very fond of the pasket helmet with the uh with the uh face guard on with it the m tech yep the M-Tech yep. Airsoft version? Yeah, because you can get a hydration system under that. You can't do it with the wire face masks. Or communications. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. you can wear your goggles very freely Yeah, because they fit inside. Yep. That's pretty cool. So you're not going to go back to that. the... Uh, but it looks the, like the it looks like, looks like like the guy from Spaceballs, but it's, it's still kind of fun. <laughs> May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> the uh, Oh, should I mention the Airsoft Medicine Awards for safety? Uh, yeah, why not? Want me to do that? Well, yeah, okay. and then we'll get back to this, some this more mail. This is actually a company, so so that they know I'm not taking pot shots, Adam. This is a, a company that we actually do like. Okay, so know that before I say this about your company. But uh, okay, here's the awards for the best economic safety device or economical safety device. The award goes to Hakatsu for their. Iron face, the iron face, little plastic mask. Yeah. mask. You can get it anywhere. Yeah. Depends on where you look, but twelve to fifteen dollars. Super inexpensive, and you will not get a tooth knocked out if you're wearing this thing correctly, for only that much money. 
Maybe not the most. So what's, or what's your what's your award for the most dangerous product? Okay, the company that gets the award for the most dangerous product, Hakatsu. <laughs> it's they're half. They're almost got the hat trick here. Okay, yeah. because they're the ones that have that mortar that we saw at airsoft. Oh yeah, shot show. <laughs> the, the, the water air. It, and air oh yeah, it reminds power. me of it's it's the uh, airsoft version of lawn darts. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. But they also make the. Uh, <laughs> the Thunderbee grenades that are really, really loud as far as hearing. Speaking of Thunderbee grenades, don't we have some mail on that? That's Yeah, it's from Crazy NC Man. Himself. And he wrote to me through uh, YouTube. Want me to read the actual? Well, or you can, oh, yeah. you okay. can just recap what he basically okay. had to say. Okay. Crazy NC... How's my level when I turn my head like that? Yeah, well, Crazy NC Man writes, Have you done a piece on Thunderbees yet? Be interesting to hear a doctor's point of view. Personally, I think they're dangerous to people's hearing. I had one land next to me in an indoor game by accident, and my ears rang for the rest of the day. It was hard to judge. It was hard to judge, though, since I was a machinist for 25 years, and my hearing sucks because of it. Well, that's that explains why he yells all the time. <laughs> I mean, I just thought he was mad. <laughs> He's just deaf as a post. First, continue with the email. Personally, I do not care for Thunderbees at 110 dB, dB referring to decibels. Yeah. Uh, so I, I wrote back to him about how, yeah, I agree. There, there is a, uh, there is a hearing risk here if these things get too close to you uh, at the sound levels they're at. They, they can cause your ears to ring. They can cause a degree of, uh, at least temporary hearing loss, uh, if not permanent, if they're, cl- if they were close enough. And that's the thing that we talk about here all the time is, hey, in the worst case scenario, what could happen? Eh, Thunderbees could, could cause a problem. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not that big a fan of them. I prefer to have the BB shooting type, like yeah. the, uh, the tornado by airsoft. Yeah, animations. put them in there. Just you know, notional grenades. If they go in there, and they okay. Anybody within X feet of this is notionally dead. I, but I do kind of like when you're playing and you hear the big bangs off in the distance. Yeah, there, yeah. Know, when it's in the distance, it gets into the, the <laughs> that's whole the key thing. And yeah, actually having battle go on around you. Okay, we have a, another uh, piece of mail from a fellow we'll call Al for Al Anonymous. He says. If you want to use this in any video, uh, I want it to remain, well, anonymous. Basically, what happens is we were firing a rifle in our apartment, an airsoft rifle, hopefully, and my roommate removed the mag and forgot a BB was loaded and wanted to send a blast of air to push towards his direction in a funny way, and it was kind of a stupid decision. It's the classic accidental discharge scenario, right? It is. What's the most dangerous gun? The one that's not loaded. The one that's not loaded. Well, and it's a negligent discharge. It's not an accident. When the gun, you pull a trigger and something comes out, that, that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah, we They're designed to do that. Yeah. Negligent. Anyway, he took a BB to the nose, right? It buried itself in there. And he said, removing it. Scalp. Anyway, he, had, he said, just like squeezing a zit. You know, it popped back out. And, but he wondered how to, how to treat the wound after that. So do you want me to go over the details of wound care? Yeah, go real quick. I mean, then we, okay. in the time remaining. Okay. Well, once you have removed it, there should be visualization of the inside of the wound in a clean and bloodless field, which is easy for me to say because as a doctor, I have ways of accomplishing Oh, but wait a minute. Here we go. It was the top of his head. It was his yeah. head. So it's going to be bloodless for long. So That's <laughs> right, because scalp likes to bleed. Uh, and then confirm that there's no underlying critical structures injured. 
uh, you know, like if it's in a hand, you're concerned yeah. about tendons. Yeah. But in this parts. case, his skull, which is probably, BB's not going to penetrate no, the skull. The skull, we're not so yeah. much concerned about that. But we are concerned about foreign matter possibly getting in pieces of hair. Infection. Or if you're wearing any clothing over like a do-rag. Or you've, or you've stapled your toupee to yourself. Or, or you, <laughs> yeah, permanently. It should also, uh, let's see, many parts of the body could simply be treated at that point with generous application of antibiotic ointment and a dry bandage, which is changed daily until the wound is closed. And uh, that's the care for a, a, a BB that went under the skin. But probably the best care is to prevent it. Yeah. You know, don't be yeah, let's not. Don't be pointing your gun and, and poofing air at each other in a funny kind of way. That's, and now I see why he wants to remain anonymous. <laughs> but you know what? We're with you, dude. Good, good for him, though, that he, that he, he manned up and, you know. Yeah. He Thank used, you for sharing. He sent his real name, but it's, it's, it's one of those things that people with uh, accidental discharges like to do. They, it's, it's their penance. They have yes, to, yes. They have to get it that. off their chest and admit it, you know. Thank you for joining us this month. We ran out of time again. Uh, as always, we encourage you to play safely and to uh, use our sponsorsparkimports.com, airsoftextreme.com. What do you mean ran out of time? Is it like there's another show that comes on right after this? <laughs> Is the freaking Super Bowl coming on okay. right after this? Come on. Right, Can we, we go over 30, 40 seconds? Right. Who's, you know, sue me, right? All right. I'm putting my toes in the sand. I'll I know. let this one go over 30 minutes. <laughs> it's it's like, this is for you, Larry. Yeah, right. It's like we don't get paid overtime or anything. <laughs> All right. Anyway, go ahead. Keep rapping. Yeah, as always. This is Range Master Larry and Dr. Asaf telling you to play safely. Spartan Imports Incorporated is one of North America's largest distributors of premium quality airsoft products for military training and recreational purposes. Our major product lines have full warranties, and we offer comprehensive in-house, dealer, and consumer technical support. Among the many brands and items we carry, Spartan Imports is the exclusive distributor of Magpul licensed PTS, airsoft products, classic army and javelin brands of airsoft guns, and amp tactical and mag brands of high-quality airsoft and recreational shooting optics and accessories.